You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Record. The only notes I brought is I just jotted down because I know you're going to ask what order you rank them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I already have been texting people. <laughs> uh, okay, what was your ranks? I want to know your ranks. Okay, we're talking Star Wars, guests. We're just rolling into it. No big intro this time. Bam! Star what? Wars. I don't yep. even know how to do it. I know. We're talking, here's, here's the scoop. We're talking The Last Jedi. We're, it's spoilers from the get go, like, just turn off right now. And, uh, that's it. I can't believe they killed Han Solo. <laughs> I know, <laughs> man. I know! So. Yeah, first, Michael has uh, not seen the film, so right. he is abstaining. We're going to tell him the whole thing right now. Con- Michael, just listen. Podcast. Up. I'm not sure he's even listened to the last couple. <laughs> he's a working man. He's out delivering the pushums. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how many times you guys see this movie? And what? What, what, how long ago? It, you, first off, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but for us right now. It has only been out for a, what feels like a month. Yeah. But one week. One week. One week. Officially. Yeah. So when did you see it, Jordan? I saw it Sunday evening. Okay. Cliff? I saw it Friday morning. Yes. And I saw it <laughs> Tuesday night. Excellent. With the fam on, on Tuesday? No, they still haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. I saw it last Thursday night, and then Friday afternoon, and then I just watched it this evening. All right. So I'm all fresh. Yeah, the first, uh, my first viewing, we went, because I knew, I couldn't go Thursday. And I knew it was going to be a situation where if I don't go as early as possible Friday morning, I was going to get spoiled on something I didn't want to get. Although, kudos to at least my Facebook friends, I didn't really see anything, even up to today. I don't, I haven't seen a lot of memes or even, what I consider a spoiler is different from what a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, giving away the end is a spoiler. Everyone agrees with that. But even, like, I saw people saying things like, oh, I had to get a hanky out and wipe my eyes. Like, that's almost a spoiler. That shows that something sad happened. Like, that is a version of a spoiler so even that kind of stuff i didn't see very much of so i don't know if people are getting better or people are less excited about this movie or less it's less of an event i said i i talked to three people in the shop today who were like yeah i need to get out and see star wars probably this weekend like in a comic in a comic store (laughs) we're so spoiled that there's a star wars movie out for a week and not everybody has went has the excitement (laughs) waned a little bit i don't know maybe that is that this is is it uh excitement and spoilers kind of go hand in hand, I guess. Well, People a, just have to talk about it, what we're going to do tonight. Yeah, I saw it the first two times before the explosion of craziness online and all the right. feedback to this movie. Um, we should probably start with that before we really delve in 
dwelve, as Michael would say, into the movie. Um, so what what have you been hearing there, Jordan? I'm I'm hearing what we've heard from the last couple of movies. All oh, this ruined my childhood, or this ruined Star <laughs> Small Wars. Small things like that yeah. ruined my childhood. <laughs> but may I go back to my catchphrase? <laughs> it's just Star Wars, yeah, right? I yeah I I read that article about the guy who started the the Change dot org petition. Oh yes, there was we a petition to uh, take it out of canon. Ha- quote: Have Disney strike Star Wars Episode Eight from the official canon? Right was the title of the Change dot org. And then there was a backlash to the backlash because the guy kind of apologized and said he didn't really mean it. And then the fan said, well, don't turn your back on us. You do mean we it. We did it. So, we yeah. mean it. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, the petition, the creator of the petition, I said he later kind of uh, backtracked on this a little bit. The quote, episode eight was a travesty. It completely destroyed the legacy of Luke Skywalker and the Jedi. It destroyed the very reasons most of us as fans like Star Wars. This can be fixed. Just as you wiped out 30 years of stories. So someone with a chip, <laughs> someone with a chip on the yeah. shoulder. <laughs> yep. We ask you to wipe out one more, The Last Jedi. Remove it from canon, push back episode nine, and remake episode eight properly to redeem <laughs> Luke Skywalker's legacy, integrity, and character. End quote. I, I want to say, first off, I'm not laughing. Just at that guy, but I, well, I do want to. Say, there's a lot of different things going on here. That's a, there's a very there's a lot of different reasons people don't like this movie, and I'm not any. I don't care if somebody hates this movie. That is totally their you know prerogative. There are movies that are popular that I do not like. Everybody can like what they want to like, but the, that just seems so insane to me. Um. There's what? plenty to compl- that I have heard complaints about this movie that I think are, in someone else's perspective, are mm-hmm. all perfectly good complaints. But to- the majority of this isn't. It certainly sounds like it's just. Well, you didn't make my whatever crackpot fanboy theory I right. I've had. I have. Invested a lot of time into right. my theories, my how, Snoke theory. <laughs> how dare you, Disney? Right. I, these people have really thought out how it had to work. They expect there to be this enormous writer's room that have everything plotted out perfectly <laughs> and all in a web of perfection and it's going to answer all their questions and right. everything. And when that didn't happen, they've, their Star Wars yeah. is ruined. Yeah. And if, but if, it's not their Star Wars. No, it's my Star Wars. Yeah, it's my Star Wars. I agree. I, yeah, I think we're all on the same page. That's I, just, kind of ludicrous. I, I think we could talk for hours and hours about this kind of fan entitlement of what fans think they deserve. I've put in this amount of years. I've bought this amount of toys. I've read this amount of books. So you owe me what I want. Right. And nobody owes nobody nothing. Nope. Right. Now, you know, you shouldn't. Completely, and I don't think this movie does completely what these people are saying. It challenges those ideas and maybe, oh yeah, I mean, we'll get to that, I'm sure, but like, I, I don't see what they're saying. I don't agree with any of it to the degree they're saying it. Right. That it, it, it completely destroys Luke's character and yeah, all that. I, like, I don't agree with if that. It, at if all, they, if at they had all. put out, you know, like, there was backlash to the prequels. There's still backlash to the yeah. prequels. Why, 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 are they, why is anybody striking any of that? 
But even those, I wouldn't argue, destroy the legacy of Star Wars. I, and I have heard people this in the last week say, you know, well, I like the prequels. Welcome to the club, you know. Yeah. Everybody's I, been hating it, on them it, forever. Were they... I mean, are, were the prequels okay with them just because they specifically answered all the fill in all these holes before? Or what? Um, you know, what was that pre-social media before right. we could have a, a, a somebody back up your opinion and create a petition? Yes, that's that's a big part of it. It's just social media in general. Um, and the prequels, they were a little different. Just the fact that we hadn't had Star Wars since you know eighty three officially. Now we know we're getting it all the time. And now we're getting a movie a year. We didn't even know we were ever going to get Star Wars. So we can erase one or two of them and not be out anything. Right. We got, there's always next year. (laughs) There's another Ewok movie coming down the line somewhere. All right. So we could, like he said, we could talk about that forever. And I think there are legitimate gripes out there. Not that I necessarily agree with. But I have heard them, and I thought, well, they they have a point here or there, but nothing like deserves the backlash that's out there. So let's talk about the movie. Let the past die. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Darkness rises. And light to meet it. I need someone to show me my place in all this. Come on! This is not going to go the way you think. I guess we could start at the beginning. I'm not going to remember. I've seen it three well, times, but I'm going to remember. I think it was a long time ago. Yeah. Something, something yeah. galaxy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, well, you've seen it three times. Or you want to know if I like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's refresh. We were all enjoyed Force Awakens. Yes. Yeah. We said it was a little faithful and a little bit of a remake, but... On the, on the whole, I believe we all thought it was a good first step toward this new generation. Yes, it was a good step away from the prequels, mm-hmm. back towards what, trying to make us remember what we love, kind of a cover, cover mm-hmm. band version of Star Wars and better than that. Yeah. I don't mean it like that. And then we had Rogue One. And Rogue One, we were a little more mixed. I, yeah, I didn't, I, don't think Rogue One is a very good movie. I love it. I, I I've seen so it. So we were a lot mixed. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've I've seen it twice, and there are things I like about it. I do. I don't hate the movie I, yeah. by any stretch. It's but it's down on the list for me. Um, but I also, like I said, I was texting people tonight for their rankings that mm-hmm. we'll give ours later, and they all had Rogue One high. Yeah, and, you know, so it, it's not a perfect. It's far from a perfect movie, and there I, are it just did, yeah. I'm not. We're, yeah. Gonna, we're not. We have a whole go back episode, and listen to that. Episode. Yeah, we have a whole episode about Rogue One. <laughs> so I I remember saying my biggest worry about this one would be I, I forgave Force Awakens for being so familiar. If it led to new things, I said, if this one was just a retread of Empire, then it was all going to be a mess, and I was right, yeah, just fed up. And the opening crawl, I have to say, all those fears came back to me because it was like, 
they're on the run. The Empire found their secret base. I'm like, this is going to open up. I, you know, I didn't know much about it. I, you know, I've seen the crate and the, the, yeah. you know, the, the Hoth looking terrain. Yeah, I'm we, like, if this opens on crate with yeah. them bombarding, right. I was like, I don't know what, <laughs> I was like, what I'm, I'm not going to be, change.org. Right. So yeah, from the, from the opening <laughs> crawl, I was nervous. And then I said, by the end, I was, I was very much enjoying myself. Yeah. So this is a, Directed by Ryan and written by Ryan Johnson. And for anybody wondering, he got to do whatever the heck he wanted to do. Yep. He wrote this and they approved it. He, he just got to do whatever he wanted. He, he was limited by what he was following the force awakens. And he took a lot of the stuff and threw it in the garbage. Yep. Much like Luke took that saber and <laughs> threw it over the hill this is exactly strike one last jedi yeah <laughs> it just did exactly what you know that was just getting off on the foot here's what you're going to get everything you think that all those things you question what was going to happen this movie that's not what's going to happen this mm-hmm. movie um which i love that i did too we went we i was also expecting Larry. we're getting empire strikes back and there was a lot of Little things in there he seeded to make you think that. And then he would change it up. Right. In fact, the, after the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, so we got Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Because I thought it had a lot more Jedi than it. It had, no, absolutely had both. Yeah, yeah, it had both. Um, but, uh, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> They're getting chased down by the First, first order, order and, uh, Poe decides to go on his attack run there to uh, take out the cannons, right? Which against was, against orders. Yeah, yeah. This is clearly his plan. But that whole the you know it started out very Force Awakens with Poe, and you know he uh, I'm holding for Hux. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Still yeah. holding. That whole bit was very Force Awakens. It was, which All was very Han Solo. It from was the original. I'm going to give some. I mean, there was a lot of complaints about this, and I, I got to say, I got a little Spaceballs feel in a couple points in this movie. You know, that was one of them. You're not the first I've heard to say. That yeah. Either. When that when that was happening, I was like, this is borderline Spaceballs. And also when the irons came down and mm-hmm. were pressing the uniforms, I was like, this is very Spaceballs. <laughs> um, but, but it I didn't think bother people me. Forget there are corny little bits yeah. in Star Wars. Star Wars is not the Holy Bible, All right? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was so, funny. Yeah, it didn't bother are, me. This is not out of left field. No. People being and humorous. I and I really like those those actors. I, I like mm-hmm. um, Donald Gleason playing Hux, and he is just like chewing the scenery with every moment. And he was so much better in this movie than last movie. And I. I I just loved that. I, it didn't bother me a bit. I was laughing. I thought this is okay. Please not. I don't want a hundred percent of this, but I'm glad that they're they're going to be fast and loose here. Uh, we had anyway. Basically, the whole first scene. He clears out the cannons. They want to bring the bombers in, and we get Rose's sister Paige yeah. is the last one on the bomber. Her her co pilot died. And she has to release the bombs. Which, that seemed, the first time I watched it felt very long. Like, I was like, because the ships are so slow moving. And then, like, her her whole thing with kicking the the ladder, I was just like, oh, come on, get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) You're ruining my Star Wars! (laughs) No. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I like, I like the scene 
there's been tons. I don't know. I feel like I have to address each of these crazy complaints people have, but there was the complaints about the bombs dropping out. Like, is there gravity in space? And it's like, guys, first off, space magic. Let's just go yeah. answer all your questions with that. Two, you know, there can, there, there may be project, projected down. There's Star Wars physics. There's, there's some sort of gravity in the ship. There's the, the, if, if you're worried force, about, let's just use the yeah, force. It's if, a, if you're worried about matter. the bombs dropping, you're going to have a whole lot of problems later on in this movie. Right. There's, it doesn't matter. Star Wars is fiction. It, it's, it's fantasy. Right. It's not sci-fi. It's fantasy. There is a big difference. Yeah. Anyway. But after this happens, you know, they blow up the, Gosh, I can't think of what it was called. What was that called? The Dreadnought. Dreadnought, yeah. Which was great. And that guy's face, when they blew that up, just like, that was awesome. That, the Commander Cassidy or whatever mm-hmm. his name was, that just face of just like, oh, I'm so pissed that you killed me. I'm blowing my ship. <laughs> but it, that was great. And then, uh. But they wipe out half the, you know, all the bombers. Right, yeah. Look, uh, Le- Leia's looking at the screen and like half, over half of the ships are gone and she's like that's why you should listen to me you know she demotes poe right you know because he wouldn't listen and this okay at this point the whole structure of this movie is weird and i'm not saying that in a bad way right but like in 99 of movies you know the opening act you oh you can't be a loose cannon and do this so then we you structure things and by the end he proves that he was right, and do, like, so that's setting up something here that it never pays off in the end, in the in the traditional way, right? Where, oh, you, darn it, Poe, you're a crazy guy, but you get results. Like, you, you, we're by all you know, the cop cop movies we've seen right. and all the sci-fi movies, Poe would be proven correctly at some point, right? And I was so stunned they didn't do that because yeah, you know, the minute this happens, you kind of play the rest of the movie out in your head. Yeah. You know where it's going. And this movie, I didn't know where it was going a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, by the end he actually has learned his lesson, right? You know, uh, because he changes the way he handles things. The whole thing that was my whole thing was um, just the way that you know characters like Leia and Holdo and these seasoned veterans who. They're over and over proven correctly. They're mm. right, and this new generation is wrong. Your new heroes aren't doing anything beneficial to themselves. I, I've been anticipate. I was anticipating you saying, though, as we get further on that storyline, another instance of if they would just communicate. And I, and I was like, I'm ready to argue that yeah. because there's a hint of that. But there's so many reasons why Holdo would not talk mm-hmm. to him. But we'll get there. Okay. Well, there's a difference between teenagers in Riverdale and right, you know, right. a military a chain of command. Okay, I guess. An episode <laughs> of Frasier versus, you know, the whole Star Wars. Okay, so we got Ray. You know, well, well Finn comes, you know, wakes up. Yeah, we get back to Octu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He asks where Ray is. So we get Octu. She takes the lights right above it. And he just throws it behind him. Which Just was great. Totally taking everybody off guard. You get her a pin drop in my theater. Nobody was like, I was, was the like, only one what? to laugh. I was like, okay. 
<laughs> I mean, it's silent. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I went in on board with anything. I like this director, so I was like, and I don't know that everybody did, but, you know, I was like, okay, and he stomps off. You know, you feel like you're getting, you're like, you're already looking at it with Dagobah glasses. You're mm-hmm. like, this, the, he's going to be crazy Yoda, and, yeah. you know, so, I, I, what well, he goes, locks himself in his room, and it, Chewie has to knock the door down. In. He figures out where's Han and all that, you know. And I have to, I really, I didn't expect much from Mark Hamill in this movie. He's not really an actor anymore. He's, I mean, he, he does voice acting. He's a great voice actor, and he's never been the most stupendous, right? You know, real actor. Uh, yeah. But I thought he did great. I thought he was wonderful in this movie. He he exceeded my expectations in so many ways. And there are moments where I'm just like, okay, that he's just being Mark Hamill. But I was perfectly, I was so happy to see him and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I didn't care. Like when he asked her, oh, where are you, where are you from? Nowhere. Uh, where are you from? Everywhere somewhere. Jakku. Okay, so you, that's pretty much nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen it once, but I, so I normally don't notice little nuances in, in the performance till you've seen it a couple times. Yeah. But from what I recall, Mark Hamill's terrific. Yes. Like, and like you said, the, the British guy, like so the acting is usually not the strong point in Star Wars. What the famous George Lucas quote, faster. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, louder, faster, yeah. maybe, or louder, faster, more intense. Yeah. The only direction he would ever give. So acting is not, you know, the top right. thing, but I thought he was terrific. Oh yeah. Yep, I totally agree. And he takes off and he goes, uh, fishing and, you know, so that, pull, you know, goes that across there. Scene, I was just like, I think that shocked <laughs> the audience more than anything. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I sent, uh. Yeah, if the movie was gonna lose me, it would have lost yeah. me right there. Well, my best, uh, little meme I saw was, uh, it was someone I draw a cartoon of Kylo Ren with his shirt off. He had really big nipples. And then, like, the next thing, uh, Luke's milking him. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was awesome. But, <clears throat> all that. And she, uh, you know, she's trying to get his attention to mm-hmm. train her. Or they, they, they need him. And he's, like, totally against it. He's totally against having anything to do with it. Yeah, the, the, the whole bit where he says, you know, what am I supposed to do? Show up with Great. my laser sword. Amazing. The second time I watched it and that line, it just it was so, the movie's so much tighter when you watch it again and you yes. know where it's going. Like, I have, you have so many expectations and you can't enjoy anything no. because you, you, you're always wondering what's going to happen next. How's this going to end? What's yep. going to happen? So after you know what's going to happen, it's even better because yep. you can see how things tie together. And that was my experience on the first viewing. I came out and I was just like, I think I really like this, but right, I, like I, can't I need get Seth my, to tell me for sure. <laughs> I can't get my head around. Well, it. I totally, I felt exactly like that. I knew I liked it, but I, I wanted to know. I, I have this is always a problem. With me, I need to watch it a couple times because I have too many expectations, and it's not that I want something more, but I, I want to know what I'm going to be getting, and mm-hmm. then see how it was crafted. Right. Know. Gosh, I don't even know where to. Go where? What it, they were jumping all over the freaking place. Yeah, it, I mean, it's got so many twists and turns. We see, in this movie. we we see. see first off, I want to say Mark Hamill was great. Daisy Ridley was great. Adam Driver was great. Yep, I loved 
that casting last movie, and I, I just think he proved himself a million times over. I thought that chemistry between him and da- Daisy Ridley was electric. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. He, he, I won't say he really captured me in the last movie. I agree. I, he was fine. I didn't have a problem with him. Well, I, you guys had never seen him before. Uh, I remember saying uh, I'd, I, seen, I'd seen him in a few episodes of Girls. Okay, well, yeah. I've, I'd seen him in that and a f- couple other movies, and I was like, I'm telling you, this guy is good. And I, gr- I agree, he didn't do anything in the last movie yeah. compared to this. So he definitely won me over, and I even like the look of it. Like he's so thin, and like he cut such a, a striking silhouette, and his stance. Well, when he, he just like, yeah, he has a, just the just the way he stands. Yeah, he it's. Different from Vader, it's not Vader, Mm-mm. but it's it's his own thing, and I'm starting to I'm getting into it, yeah. Yeah, and we see them see each other. You know, she she looks up. You know, he's getting his his so, car worked on. And what what was your first thought with that? Like them, because that was something. My initial thought was this is totally different. I thought I I mean I felt. They conveyed to me what was happening. Like, I really felt like they could just see each other. Uh, you know, this was a new thing I'd never seen before. You know, other than, like, people, Luke and Leia always, Luke, that, that's Leia. where I went. <laughs> you know, and they, I was like, okay, we're, before we're, we just weren't getting the whole picture. I feel like, to me, what I saw that was exactly, was Vader talking to Luke through the Force. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's what they always saw. Yeah. And finally, somebody has taken it, and we've just expanded to give me their point of view. Yeah, I don't think that that was... I, I didn't get that drift. I don't feel like before they could see each other in the other movies. So I feel like this was a new thing that they were able to... They could see each other. Well, where it made sense to me was like when he says, you know, can, can you see my surroundings? I right. can't see yours. Uh, it was Luke hanging... Above or below Bespin calling for Leia and she knows where he is. That's yeah. what that was to me. Okay. I, there's that first time that you're talking about there when he's asking about the surroundings and stuff. He says to her, and this is a, this was a, people said nothing gave you a hint to the ending, but he says, you're not doing this. Yeah. The effort would kill you. Saying the effort mm-hmm. for for you to Kylo Kylo says that? Kylo says this to her. He says you're first. The first thing he says is bring him to me. Da da da. And he's like, okay, that didn't work at all. And he just stops because <laughs> she just looks at him. And then he goes, you're not doing this because the effort would kill you. And that is telling you the effort to do even the little bit she's doing that that, that is happening right there to project themselves or whatever uh, would kill her. He's saying, and okay, so that that. That impresses me more than yeah, and that's a very Star to, Wars to tell you that that Luke at the end, what he does is a hundred times this because that that was my. Oh, I have a lot of people have griped about the very end, which I won't skip that far ahead. Right. But yeah, that if we and again, you don't want to te- you don't want to forecast that, but if we know that ahead of time, I didn't notice it till the third time yeah, I watched okay. it. Yeah, this was tonight. Subtle. Yeah, tonight because it was the very first time they saw each other, and he—that's the first thing he said after he tried to get her to bring Olivia. He's—he says, "You're not doing this; it would kill you." And I was like, "That set it up." Mm-hmm. 
you know, that at least gave you what this new power was we'd never really seen and the extremes that Luke takes it to. Well, that's a very Star Wars thing that happens with the Sith, or the, I know he's not Sith, but the bad guy. They don't lie. They tell you straight out. If you think about Star Wars, they never lie. They tell you to their face what's happening, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. The the whole idea of, you know, from a certain point of view, that's a very Jedi thing. Mm-hmm. The Sith are doing absolute. They're, they don't mess around with anything they say. Now, the second time that they saw each other, she calls him a monster. And I, I remember thinking, I loved how he reacted and he was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. just so much emotion. I am a monster. Just like accepting it, you know, because he had killed his dad and he had, you know, he had done all this to, you know, Luke when he thought Luke right. betrayed him and everything. It's just like, he's just accepted what he's become. And I, I was like, man, his acting is over the top. What else happened? We had Luke get on the Falcon. This is where you get where the one thing that Ryan Johnson asked of J.J. Abrams was, instead of taking BB-8 to Octu, take R2. Right. Was for this moment, obviously. For him to get on the Millennium Falcon and R2 does the projection from Star Star Wars. And I was like, that was so awesome. Just great. And uh, Now, now... Before you guys saw it, had you read or have you read the interview where Mark Hamill talked about going back on the Falcon for the first no. time, just walking in? And he actually, he, he said it kind of, you know, the, being back there and it was exactly the same. He said he had to take a minute and he told Ryan Johnson, he said, look, he said, I'm going to need a minute here. And he just you know, did what he had to do while before they shot any scenes on it that first right, time. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a great callback to do that and ha- have that oh, rekindling yeah. with him and R2. And uh, there wasn't a lot of R2 in this movie. Yeah, not was, a lot of 3PO either. No, there wasn't. Yeah, a couple good lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't have it written down the, everything that happened in a row. Meanwhile, on the ship, okay, yeah, Kylo and them do come in and attack. You know, they followed the, them the rebel, yeah, through, through hyperspace. Right. And they attack, and it gets to the point that he almost, he's facing down Leia, but doesn't pull the trigger. Yeah. And, and. But somebody else does. Yeah, someone else does, and what, what were, did, were you feeling in that moment? Like, we, she's died in real life. So were you like, oh my gosh, this. Here it is. We, we, yeah. you were sure of that, right? Right. Like, boom. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe they did it so early. And that was my immediate thought. was like, already? That's all we get of Leia? Like, yeah. I was like, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> right. And, and none of us were. And I, I think <laughs> the thing is, it t- like it caught us all off guard because we knew this movie was filmed before she died. So mm-hmm. why would this have happened? You don't have time to really think it all out before no. she fi- – she, She's flying through space. She's flying through. Yeah, you sent me the flying nun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew at this point. I knew you had seen it, and I had seen it. I had just came out, and that was the first thing I yeah. was like, "Okay, flying nun." Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a gift there. I somewhere. was like, "Nick, you're not going to get this," but <laughs> uh, but which I've heard gripes about that. Of that's a silly thing for Leia to do. But I tell you, right before I left for the theater, I had the TV on, and they were playing 
you know, I think TBS has been playing Star Wars all weekend, and Jedi was on, and it was the scene you know, of Yoda dying, saying there's another Skywalker, and he's talking to uh, Leia on the bridge oh. in the in the Ewok village, and he's like, yeah, my family's powerful with the Force, and sitting there on my couch, getting before I'd seen the movie, I'm like, that's kind of a shame we haven't seen Leia progress with the Force at all, right? And that thought had crossed my mind of like. That's kind of a waste. She should be something, you know, maybe right. she's not, you know, lifting X-Wings out of the swamp, but she would have some kind of connection to it beyond, I can see Luke in the distance. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I thought that was kind of a wasted opportunity for her never to have used the Force. So. Well, I think we're going to, we, we, we're a little robbed by, first movie was going to be Han Solo's resolution, right. this one Luke, and the third one was going to be Leia, mm. and we're never going to know yeah. what could have been. But Kathleen Kennedy had had asked Ryan Johnson. I mean, it, it was like do whatever you want, but she would she would like to see some force from Leia. Yeah, and and this is where he went with it. Um, but my <laughs> initial reaction was, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I, I know what your initial reaction was, but I I still you know I haven't seen it a couple more times. I'm way more comfortable yeah. with it. I love I. I have been wanting to see her do something like that. Sure. And I don't care what anybody says. That is totally plausible in space magic (laughs) Jedi. You know, she's supposed to be strong in the Force. I I love that. The first viewing, I was, it felt, again, like, I'm having so many thoughts. It it really felt drug out, like, what? No, no. And then the second time, it just... Why are you in such a hurry to get these movies over? Well, the second time I watched it, and... (laughs) It just kind of, it, it just felt like any other scene. Like yeah. I, I knew it yeah. was coming, right. so it it happened. It moved on, and right. away we go. And I saw someone defend it, talking about this expanded universe that apparently Darth Maul survived being cut in half by using the Force to hold his guts in until he could. Like, so it's like, right? That's if not he the could first. Do that, yeah, it's yeah. not the first silly use of the Force. Right. Yeah. And, and there was, was uh, somebody in Rebels. <laughs> Somebody rebels last get year. The, did a, get Dave on the line. <laughs> Call David. But Dave, David put in rebels. Um, somebody did a spacewalk similar to that. So yeah. yeah. Oh, it didn't bother yeah. me at all. I um. So then she's. You know, well, I didn't want to okay. get past the Kylo Ren thing. Okay. Do you? This is where I'm still in the air with up in the air with this movie. That I don't know if I buy his motivation. Like, what is? The conflict. He's just like, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. Like, I didn't get, I didn't get. Okay. Why he flip flop back and forth from some things. How can you kill your dad with no regrets? And then later, like, "Eh, I'm kind of sad now. Like, I, I think they can't, well, we're not really not there yet. I think, but basically when we, when we get to the big scene, we'll discuss that. I think they, uh, anyway, so she's like in a coma or whatever, and, they have to that one. I don't know what the girl's lady's name is. It comes out and announces, you know, that the next in command is going to take over, yeah. and she vice admiral um, Holdo. Holdo, yeah. yeah. I did have a customer tell me, you know, what the worst part of that movie was was Admiral Akbar being like an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, the whole upper command's gone, including that guy we all like. He's like, oh, Akbar. He's like, for the last for the next ten minutes of the movie, I was like, he was just bummed about Admiral. <laughs> right, Akbar. yeah. I, well, that was sad. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I forgot he died. <laughs> You know, she's got all this force, and he's just, like, out there. Now, one thing I will say Disney is doing with Star Wars right now is not everything's going to be in the movies. So 
there are going to be side stories in the comics and novels. Is that far going to live? <laughs> well, no, but this, but this, he whole, gets cut in half and he uses the first. Right, right. He gets spider legs. Gra- he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, this Holdo character, there's a whole backstory about her and Leia and how they were friends for many, many years. There's a whole novel. Mm, I don't know yeah. the name of that. Yeah. But yeah, that's where her character right. comes into play. That's good. Yeah, I'm sure there is some stuff out there about her and that. The, uh, but then the whole thing, this is where everybody's like, why doesn't she just tell Poe the plan? Well, first off, if she heard what Poe's saying about her, right. he's like, uh, you know, this this is the hero of whatever, not what I expected. Well, what? What what were you expecting? Obviously, it's because she's a lady. Yep. You know, you and Odin can go talk about, <laughs> talk, go complain about it, but it's obviously she's a lady and she, and she, isn't going to tell you her plan. She's tell, she's like, oh, weren't you just demoted because you're a jackass? You know, I, I want to respect my leader who's in a coma now, you know, that you're, you're not somebody I need to tell my plan to besides the fact that they're following us through hyperspace and we're not sure how we might have a mole. I'm sure you're the last right, person that, I that, fucking that, trust. That, yeah. That was yeah, my thought so, too. Was- so anybody saying that she should have just told him, is crazy. Like, if it was the other way around, no guy would be standing there explaining to every private, uh, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. <laughs> it's shut up. Go to your post. But she didn't, but she didn't even give the, uh, the illusion that she had a great plan or that she had it under control. They left it a little bit shaky of like, she's just a coward or she's, so, you know, they, they yeah, wanted the audience to not to her. trust her well, at all. Yeah, they, so they obviously Poe had to not trust her for the audience yeah. not to trust her. But he's so over the, I mean, granted, this is what Ryan Johnson decided to, where he decided to go with this character. He was always a top gun or whatever right. before and he has taken him in this chauvinistic direction, but. And that's, he's wrong. Is Han Solo ever wrong about anything? Like he's right. the hero. Right. He has to yeah. be, he has to be the savior of the day and like, what an interesting, more complex world yeah. that he's our cool swashbuckling hero and he's wrong. Right. I love that. You know, we, we are never going to get, we're going to get, he's going to get redemption, but not because he was right all along. Yeah. Um, we go back to the island, back to Octu. Uh, she goes in to, she finds, she's following him around until he finally looks over his shoulder and sees she has found the tree. <laughs> You know, and she yeah. go, goes the forest in the tree. Yeah, she goes in the tree and finds the Jedi books and, and they kind of, he talking how the Jedi should end and all this jazz and, Which, uh, I mean, again, you know, it's twists and turns and everybody's been waiting on Luke to, you know, like he said, show up with his laser sword and go fight the first order. Yeah. And take them all on and, that's not what this movie is about. He, he eventually, like, decide, after talking to R2 and stuff, decides that he's going to train her. And he w- wakes her up, you know, Dawn will do it. Got three lessons for you. <laughs> do you guys remember what any of those lessons were? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, somebody had seen it one time if they uh, can tell me what the lessons were. He, she had to reach out. Which was great. One of the best yeah, scenes yeah. in the movie. She reaches out and he rolls his eyes, yeah. tickles her fingers with it. Do you feel, feel that? It? That's the force. Oh, I really felt whap. <laughs> that was great. And here's where we get our kind of 
samurai influence. You mm-hmm. know, the famously George Lucas was very influenced by Akira Kurosawa and all these samurai movies. And this is Master and Apprentice so sort of Ryan Johnson, yeah, big time. This is such the samurai moment, or the you know, kung fu movie being trained by the uh, the. Uh, yeah, that, the Yoda yeah. character. <laughs> You're even getting the uh Rashomon different perspectives of the remembering how it went down between him and Kylo and stuff. So the uh anyway, the first lesson was basically that the Force isn't for the Jedi. It's real very uh pompous to think that it's, we own it and all this. It's yeah, because he says, "Well, what do you know?" And she's about it, and she says, yeah. "You know." You, you pick rocks. You up. move rocks. Yeah. You can make people do things. And he's like, well, funny, everything you said is wrong. You know, <laughs> and that comes back later in a great way. But how, how do you blame this guy? Luke was the chosen one. You know, he was, he was, he bringing balance to the force and saving the day. And here he is all these years later and the same crappy bad guys are running the same horrible empire. They're oppressing people. His friends have died in this fight and nothing has changed all these years later. What do you, do you want him to, how, wh- how do you expect him to be? Do you think he's gonna be, oh, well, well, yeah, let's try it again. Let's open a fifth Jedi temple and train a bunch of yeah. kids. Like, I, he's, he's broken. He failed. His mission failed. Right. That's lesson two. <laughs> that was lesson two. He took, took her in there and said basically that we failed. We, we had all these Jedi. And we let this guy rise to power, and then I, you know, that he couldn't train uh, Obi Wan couldn't successfully train Anakin, and right. I, you know I couldn't train Kylo, and we're just it's all a failure, you know. Which is a neat little thing to tie in the prequels to the present day, right? You guys know what lesson three was? What's that? It was not in the movie. It was How a del- it, it was a deleted scene hmm. that. They actually filmed what Lesson 3 was, and it will most likely be on the Blu-ray, but I heard what it was. And I thought it would have been, it, it, it was fine to take it out, but it could have been good in there too. It was just another reason for her to take off, basically. But, uh, I believe there was some sh- boats coming in, like at the coast, and you could see a fire, and he said, all oh, those are bandits coming, they come and raid, the caretakers once every month or so and she wants to go interfere and stop them and he's like no this you being a jedi you gotta stay out of things like this or they'll come back even stronger and all this and she runs over if you see in the previews she is running with her lightsaber yeah and that's not in the movie it's from that third lesson she goes over there and busts in and what it really is is all the men have come home from hunting and they come home every month or fishing or whatever mm-hmm. and they have a big party over there so it's just another example of her screwing everything up for the caretakers right. like she blew a hole in the wall yeah. knocked their cart over <laughs> everything is another thing not to get along with them but they have an argument about whether you should interfere with things and do something and she ends up taking off just like she did mm. in the regular movie um, well, the third time that her and Kylo see each other, she asks him why he killed his dad, you know, call tells him he's terrible again and all this stuff. And he's saying, well, it doesn't matter. Your parents don't matter saying your, your parents, you know, deserted you. He's telling her at this point, he doesn't know anything yet, except that 
he's trying to tell her the past doesn't matter. We need to just forget about the past and forge on ourselves. He, they're having this connection, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and this probably, if you don't nitpick the details, this idea is probably what a lot of these fans hate the most. Telling them what you've always loved doesn't matter. Here's a new thing. Right. And in a, as just metaphorically in a very meta way, like, yes, it does matter. Like, they're hanging on very tightly to the dogma and the rules and the history and the texts. And this movie is saying to them, let it go. Here's something new. This is, this, the rest of it's in the past. Well, Kylo says that directly to her and to us. Kill the past. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, but even like, I mean, jump further on when they, they keep the books, it's like they're still gonna keep some of the past. Sure. They're not throwing it all in the garbage. You know, Yoda screws with Luke and acts like they have burn <laughs> up, but he tells her she's got everything she needs to do with those lessons and stuff, which is because she took them. Um, she goes down, she, she does basically the Empire Strikes Back Dagobah scene where yeah, she that's goes. exactly what it was. Yeah, where she, where he had went and seen his, you know, fought Darth Vader. In the cave. And the helmet cracks yeah, always his confused face. confused the crap out of me as a kid. Yeah. I never. Oh yeah, cause I we got didn't the know. I'm like, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, cause we didn't know. And he's, it's fighting himself. So, you know, cause it's his father. But this is, you know, she's almost, I don't, I don't know that I get the whole snap the fingers, the fingers and all yeah, that, you know, but. They're going up and you see, she's asking to see her parents, show me my parents and they come up and form one and it's just her, you know, it's just the exact same type of thing. Uh, she basically, Ari's with him again, fights him, pulls her lightsaber on him yeah. and almost takes him out. She's so mad because he won't help her, holds the lightsaber out to him, he won't take it and she's like, well, maybe he'll help me. Kyle is a lot. Right. Kyle is one of them. And this is, that is right after what it, what had happened was the fourth time that her and Kyle see each other, they're in that hut or whatever. They hold out and touch hands. And it's like, I mean, I haven't seen it three times. I feel like this was a, we're falling in love. See, I was going to ask you guys because I did not get that. I don't think it's a romantic. Ask any girl that has seen this movie. Ask any girl, I swear to you, you will get the answer that there is some serious chemistry. And it took me the second time, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. This is what they're pushing. He wants to rule with her. He, he tells her, you know, we're not really there yet. Oh wait, but it, but they, it's, it's there. Well, my, my working theory, hashtag, <laughs> uh, I, I was, my guess would have been, that she was a solo. She was like his twin sister that had been hidden away hmm. if we were going by the Star right. Wars rules. So less the incestuous romance and more the building a family together again. Like that's how I was reading it. Yeah, I and think it's obviously way- I'm wrong, so a second time through I might look at it differently. Yeah. But But I think it's more of a brother sister type relationship between the two of them. I don't get the romantic part with it. I just I don't I see how people when they're can, sitting there. I see how people the can, hands can out. Get that. It's intense, and then that let that scene in the throne room there. It's intense. Uh, we're getting. We're almost there. Uh, my, we've totally skipped over. Let's talk for five minutes here about Rose and Finn. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, that whole storyline's going on. A lot of people say it doesn't even matter. They didn't accomplish what anything. I can't talk going back to the structure. It's a weird thing to, you know, in the Star Wars movies, you know, Luke would go here and you would go there. Like, they, they, it didn't always follow one story, but to throw two of your characters on this side mission, basically, while the main plot is a slow speed chase across space till we run out of gas. Like, that's not, you know, it's a ticking clock. You gotta keep the, oh, we're on a deadline here, but let's go to the casino and go, like, it just didn't, that middle part kind of drug for me because there wasn't the, you know, it, it, we know it's a serious deadly mission, but there wasn't the ticking clock. It didn't feel like the intensity was there. Right. They, they peppered it in. They kept calling back to Poe and he's like, we almost this right. and I got to do that. Now I got to take over the ship just to give you guys extra time. Yeah. You know, but they, and yeah. they're frantically racing, you know, their space horses trying to get away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the most, uh, prequelish scene of the whole thing. Yeah. Like that did nothing for me. I didn't, I didn't care for that, but, but that, at the end of the very end of the movie, it, it kind of calls back. To, I get what they were going for. Right. Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely. Um, and I like the casino scene was fine. That's another thing I've heard people complain about. Uh, but I, you know, there's always the cantina scene. Right. And this yeah, was a yeah. nice flip on that because we've all just seen kind of the dregs of society. We've never seen the people, you know, for the empire to work, people have to be okay with it on a lot of these star systems. There's people who are profiting off of it or at least are, you know, will turn a blind eye to it because their lives are okay. And we've never seen that in Star Wars. So right. and just for that, I was okay with that scene. Again, it probably went on too long, but. It, yeah, it, honestly, when you watch it a couple more times, it has not, it doesn't take up hardly any time. Um, it really doesn't take up that much time in the movie. I, it felt like it the first time, right. and then after that, it really doesn't. They, uh, but again, what are you going to do with Finn? Like, I, in The Force Awakens, his story was kind of complete. What do you do with him now? I mean, they've got him at the beginning, you know, oh, he's running away again. Yeah, did you buy that? He wasn't running away. He wasn't well, running away. He was getting off the ship so she wouldn't come back there. He took the yeah. thing with him. He took he the took beep, Leia, he took the Leia's beep. beeper thing. Yeah. She comes back in, is unconscious, drops it off her hand. He picks it up, and then he's leaving because he doesn't want Ray to come back there where she's going to die. Okay, I kind of missed the whole beeper thing. I didn't quite get okay, what the said, point. As soon as he woke up, was like, "Where's Ray?" Yeah. And then when he talked to Leia. She, He's like, where's, what's Ray gonna do? And she's, she's like, I've got this homing beacon and when she's done doing what she's doing, She'll she be can able find, to find us. us. And so when she, when she goes unconscious or whatever, she drops it on the floor in the hallway, he picks it up. Right. He's like, she's gonna come back here and we're about to get blown out of the sky by the first order. Okay, again, it was kind of subtle for a Star Wars movie. I, yeah, I right. kind of, I was a little bit lost on the who was supposed to meet who where with what right. beepers. And he's trying to explain that to Rose mm-hmm. after she shocked him. New communicator. He's like, who he, he's like flipping his arm up. Yeah. He's flipping his arm up. He's like, I got to get this thing out of here because they're, she's going to come back here and we're going right. to die. And she just, you know, she's not having it. But did you, I mean, this actress that played Rose is yeah, Kelly Marie Tran comes out of nowhere. She is. Yeah, basically, I thought she nothing. did a good job. I thought she was really good, and I heard I she got a lot of criticism. People didn't like. Oh, they told a bunch of racists put a, put a, a bunch of stuff on Wikipedia about her. It was really? Like, it, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not going to say what they put, yeah. but all kinds of stuff about her. And 
changed her name and all kinds of things to erase and stuff. It was just like, screw those guys. Yeah, because I really liked her. I liked the character. The only thing I wish I could have, we would have had just a little bit more of her, her and her sister to kind of just show a, just a tiny bit There'll more. There'll be comic books and stuff yeah, about right. that, yeah. Anyway, what do you think of Benicio Del Toro as the, whatever, the thief guy? DJ. I liked that he was the one pressing the point that Jordan was saying about how these people that are profiting off of mm-hmm. this don't care about any any of this going on, and they, you know, they're selling weapons to the good guys and the bad right, guys. Both sides. And, um, a little info on him. His motto, he says, is "Don't join." Yeah. His name is DJ. DJ. His hat that he wears in the prison has a like moniker written across of it, across it. In, in Arabish, the Star Wars language that says "Don't join." <laughs> well, my notes for him were, "quote What was Del Toro doing?" Question mark. <laughs> stuttering. Yeah, he was stuttering. I that had to be a a actor choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And yeah. it wasn't written in the script that he's you know that no. was him thing. I think this. My guy's gonna idea. stutter. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. just seemed. Such an affectation yeah. that wasn't really. It did. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to make of the first time. It doesn't bother me so much now. You know, I haven't seen it more. It's fine. I liked the. I liked how him and BB-8 were working together, mm-hmm. and BB-8 it's like, what? I didn't make. The, yeah, yeah it's like I, we stole this ship. <laughs> he was a very that first time I watched it. He was Lando to me. Yeah. There was talk like people, it should have been Lando or it, or Lando no. should have been the, the code breaker instead of Justin <laughs> Thoreau. Uh, but whatever with that. I, I did, I didn't mind that much. He's not in a bunch, but I liked his message and I liked later on where he, he's just like, one of the best lines I think is when it say, he's like, today, he's like, you would bomb them, they bomb you tomorrow. Right. He's like, no, you're wrong. He's like, maybe. Yeah. Just like, maybe I am, but I'm, you know, it'd be the first time probably. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, the character was fine except for that little annoyance, yeah. but I, that was another kind of meta thing I saw in that, that the, uh, you know, building all these weapons and things, it's, is that any different from the toys we make and keep selling? Yeah. Said, you know, eternal conflict is very good for business. So if the, if at the end of Jedi, the good guys had won, we wouldn't have all these new Star Wars, so we have to keep the war machine going, to oh, keep yeah. building the economy, to keep going and keep going. So it's sort of a little meta nod as well. I love the BB-8 shooting the coins out at, <laughs> at those guys. They're like, "What a payoff!" After the guy been pumping coins into him. Yeah, that that scene it, it was very Cantina, but man, it was a beautiful shot. And if that that was the scene too, where uh, the tribute to Carrie Fisher's dog, Gary oh, Fisher. Okay. Um, I didn't see it the first viewing. Okay, let's get back to the main ship. We got Poe's had it. He sees they're unloading. You know, they're they're fueling up the transports or whatever, and he he's like, "This is when he does the mutiny." Mutiny time. You know, it's like, okay, this guy is so such bravado and ridiculousness, (laughs) and she's just looking at him like, "I can't believe you're doing this," and uh. So this is where everything's culminating and eventually, you know, they yeah. do their own little flip it around on him, bust in the door. It's Leia and she stuns people, him. 
with with the classic New Hope blaster. I yeah. love it. I didn't notice that. Yeah. It was, that was all Dressed awesome. all in white. What a throwback. But this is such classic how women put up with us. <laughs> it, it's like the they know that the guy means well. All this crap he gave her, and she's still like, this like one's him. a troublemaker, but <laughs> I, we like him. You know, load him on the thing, that guy. Well, it's okay. I was like, yeah, that's probably like real. That's real life, right? <laughs> and, uh. And she is upset telling Lay, you know, I, I, somebody's got to stay back, keep this transport going while you guys get off of here. So she's going to be the hero and, you know. Going down with the ship. She gives her the, I mean, knowing that Carrie Fisher's has died, there was many lines in this. It really, really, it, it really gets more, yeah. And they're like, it's almost like, it's really weird to watch because it, it feels like they know, it, they know she died. And, and I know they don't. They're standing yeah. there with her, but. The way Laura Dern is saying this, like, you know, may the force be with you always, and just like looking down, I'm just like, it is like yeah, crushing, crazy. And she was very good as well. I knew I I'd heard she was in the movie. I knew nothing about the character. I don't even know if I'd seen a picture of her. Yeah, I asked Nick, what was that? What was her name in the movie? He's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was like, no. But I just another excellent performance. From a really respected actress, yeah, and again, not black and white. She, you know, again, we have the fuming imperial bad guy. Well, there's a little more shades of gray here. She, she is she doing right? Is she doing wrong? And it was just just much more interesting when you don't know for sure. So we get Ray leaves, flies on the Millennium Falcon to go to Snoke and Kylo. She ejects, you know, they go out of hyperspace just for a second to eject her out in her little coffin thing. And she goes down there and just, I was like, how's she sneaking in or whatever? So I like that she just landed and he's waiting on her. Right. And it's just like, this was Jedi. Mm -hmm. This was, Luke shows up, they go up the elevator and he's in cuffs, you know, and he's trying, she's trying to talk to him just like Luke was. Like, Mm -hmm. I know you're in there somewhere, you know, and He's and they kind of discuss how when they were touching hands that they saw things and she's like I know neither of them knows what the hell they're talking about but they both think they do she's like I know that you turn turn and work with me and he's like well I know you turn and work with me and well they do both do you know but right they get up what what'd you think of Snoke first off um we didn't get much A little. Force lightning flash here. Um, I love for at first of all, I love at the beginning his head apparition coming in and dragging Hux across the floor. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I, I mean, he was fine. Boy, he looked like Ed Harris. I know it was Andy Circus, but the but the You're the Westworld everywhere. Yeah, he, I know, but I was like, he did his, I know he's got a black hat behind that thing. The, the CGI of his face, I was just like, gosh, Ed Harris is ugly. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I I was a bit underwhelmed, really. What a! I think it's just because we don't know anything. Yeah. What a! Just totally screwed. I'm so many guys were pissed. I mean, just at that he got killed is just like I love that. I was like, oh yeah, that took that yeah. off the table. They're like, it doesn't. The arc isn't going to work. And da da. I was like, 
I know. Isn't that awesome <laughs> that we have no but idea? Just like I was surprised of Leia going to die that early. When this happened, yeah. it was a shock. Cause I'm like, yeah. that's not what happens to the villain. Yeah. It was right. a new thing. Yeah. It does. He goes three movies. We damn it. Everybody just, com- <laughs> yeah. Everybody just complains. And you throw him down a hole. That's right. how this works. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Everybody complained how much the last one was like Star Wars. And now when this isn't doing the exact same thing, yeah. they're ticked off. It's like, come on. I mean, the, okay. George Lucas famously, it's the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell, you know, the, the hero goes A, B, C, and D and we follow these tracks and that's great. But this movie's not doing that. And to me, that's even better. Oh, yeah. Because we've established the rules. And now when once yeah. the rules are established, then you can break them. Yes. So he gets her in there and she's fighting. He takes her, takes the, the blue lightsaber, right. sets it beside him. You know, she tries to get it once. He spins it around the room, hits her in the head with it, takes it back. Um, eventually, he shows her that they're just taking out all these transports. Now, the one thing, though, about Snoke... We've seen Rey, even though she has no training, we've, in The Force Awakens, we've seen how powerful she right. is. Yeah. You know, when, when she faces Kylo Ren and reaches for that lightsaber in, in the first one, um, or in Force Awakens, she easily overpowers him in that. And to watch Snoke come in, this character come in, and he just throws her around the room and does, puts her wherever he wants to put her and talks to her and, and laughs at her like, you know, you're nothing. I'm just going to kill you. I've got what I need. I-, I want Skywalker. Yeah, he explains that he's the one that's been linking their minds because he knew right. that they'd fall for it. And I'm guessing that's the most interesting he'll ever be. Right. That's like, whoa, this guy's really powerful. Like, I don't need a trilogy of movies explaining his origin. Right. Like, here's his peak interestingness. Right. And then we wipe him off the board. You, like, whoa. Yeah, if you if – you, Take away the prequels, which weren't intended to happen. Lucas never explained the Emperor. Mm. Why should we expect this guy to be explained? Yeah, I, I think we feel differently because of the prequels. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. People need to realize that it was never the intention to get all that information. And, about and the, the same guy. thing with all these new force powers or whatever. I had to really think about it. Like, you know, even with Obi-Wan in, in A New Hope. Um, when, when he becomes one with the force, we hear his voice. We don't see him. By the time we get to echo base, we hear him call out to Luke. We don't see him. Um, and it, he progresses, like he gets stronger. He progresses, you know, by the end of Jedi, he's walking through the woods and sitting on the rock. And so there's a lot of stuff, you know, even in, in the, in star Wars with Obi-Wan, when, we see him use the Jedi mind trick. That's about it. As far as force powers go. Yeah. Uh, you and, move rocks you get and to, make people think yeah, what they want. You want and, until you get to um, Empire and, and Yoda's moving X-Wings around and whatever. So, I mean, I feel like with every movie we get a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, they... Uh, she... he. She gets Kylo's lightsaber when she sees all these rebels are getting killed. And, you know, Snoke knocks away and all that. Takes her over there and the saber's in front of Kylo. And he's like, it was, how, when did you guys realize what was happening? I mean, the first time, Cliff, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, 
you can see when the lightsaber turns is your earliest you can possibly right. Like, I mean, know. you can, and then they show his, you know, his fingers, or whatever. But on the second viewing, when I'm listening to Snoke and he's yeah. talking about, oh, I can see his mind. Yeah, here. he knows it's, what he's and, th- and thinking, he's, but only he's not saying clearly. what he's doing. Because if you watch him, yeah, he's turning, he's turning the lightsaber up, and, and he's got his left hand down here, right. turning the other lightsaber. And trust me, I've seen every detail. Now. <laughs> but I think this is one of those things where I have to remember the first time I saw it and think you. By the time you realize what's happening, it has happened. Yeah, he has cut him. You know, he has turned it on just when you realize what he's doing. He does it. Mm-hmm. Now, before that, of course, you know, and you're like, okay, how does everybody not figure this out immediately? You know, but the, when he kills him and he just falls in half <laughs> and the lightsaber, he flicks his finger and that lightsaber floats across the room lit and she reaches up and grabs it all three times. I get chills like crazy. I hope it never stops every time I see that. And, they, now, is that your favorite movie, the moment of the movie? That scene, absolutely. Because I have a different one. It's interesting. Okay. When that, when they, when she grabs that lightsaber and stands up and they look at each other and then go back to back in slow motion, just for like one second, it's yeah. in slow mo and then goes back to regular speed and they're fighting together. I just, man, I love that. I love that. That, I mean, there's one other huge moment in the movie, but that one really, that gives me oh, chills. I, I think you'll be surprised what I, what I was thinking. Oh, this, um, I wasn't even crying yet. This wasn't <laughs> even when I was crying. <laughs> now, the, I think they're called Praetorian Patro- Guard, the guys yeah, in the red. That sounds right. That sounds right. We've got this huge red curtain. Right. And, and, you know, it's gorgeous, this throne mm-hmm. room. Just this red on red. These guys look like S&M. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, if you're telling me they're not trying to set up some sort of sexual tension in this room, you're crazy. I'm serious. But, and, and, and that's all there. But once the fighting gets started mm-hmm. and she hits that one, you know, the one guy like grabs her arm and is like pulling her in. Right. With this. Their, their weapons kind of like transform. Right. There's like, it's a sword, it's a whip, it's a knife, whatever, yeah. whatever you want it to be. But my question is, who do you think those guys are? Well, they're, I don't think they're the Knights of Ren. You don't? No. So you think they're still going to come into play no, later? I th- or? Well, if I, I could easily see J.J. bringing back. The, I could, too. J.J., I feel like that was a throwaway line he wrote in the first one. Like, somebody else is going to have to figure out who the Knights of Ren are. Well, well, and Ryan yeah. Johnson was like, not me, buddy. I don't. And, <laughs> I mean, that's what you get when you get two different writers getting to do whatever they want. They're going to take what they like and leave the rest on I the floor. I think we're going to find out. If you are those guys, but be careful, Cliff, because you're going to set yourself up well, and what be I, disappointed. Well, because, what I, yeah, what I was going to say is, I think we're going to find out is if JJ doesn't use them, if they're not in the third movie, right. everybody's going to go. Or I could see somebody coming out in an official Dave Filoni or somebody going, yeah. "Oh, well, that was those guys." That, yeah. You know, they fought. Yeah. So remind me, remind other people. I mean, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> In Force Awakens, sure you do. they mention Rin has, he's leading kind of an elite group, right? Yeah, when, right. In and so the people scene fought. from when he trashes the Jedi Academy, we see them. Okay. Standing with him, they all kind of look like him, all dressed in black with the helmets and all that crap. Now, if I remember correctly, they're all holding like different, they don't have lightsabers, they're all holding different remember. weapons. Um, and, and Snoke, says something to Ren about all the 
leader of the Knights of Ren or whatever. Hmm. So the idea these could be like the most elite group would be guarding Snoke. Right. And, and we find out when, uh, in this movie, they talk about when he destroys the temple, he leaves with half a dozen other students and he massacres the rest yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Luke says he was training Kylo and 12 students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, they start fighting in the. That's pretty she, biblical. She hits, yeah, she hits the one of the weapons over against the curtain, and it starts burning behind one of the guys. And by the time this fight is over, the whole curtain has burned. I mean, there's fire in the background. The whole curtain's burned down, and the emotional scene be- between him and her is just ashes and fire <laughs> falling from the ceiling everywhere, and space in the background behind the curtain. You know, that's what was covering up. It was just like beautiful, great scene. The fight was awesome, of course. Her, like, dropping the saber and underhanded cutting and him losing his saber and her bend and throw it to him and him grab it, turn it on and just... Without the crazy prequel flipping force jumping and, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Those were cool too, but this this had a more grounded feel to it. Never does a lightsaber hit a lightsaber in this movie. Woo. That's true. There's, there was lightsaber fights, but no, none of them ever hit each other. Um, it comes down, da- comes down to, they win, and we have the emotional scene, you know, where he is telling her, you know, she, he wants her to come rule with him or whatever. What a Vader man. And her, and just the way she says it, sa- says like, just realizes what he's doing. And she's like, don't do this. You know, just like broken hearted that he's going to do that. And he's trying to explain, you know, get rid of all the past. Nothing matters. You know, just like because he's so hurt by his past. Right. You know, he's he felt like he was um, screwed over by his teacher and he's just been manipulated by this. By, you know, well, yeah, I mean, his, his parents ship him off with his uncle who then he feels, you know, is tried to kill him yeah and no and he tells her you know nobody cares about you except me i do and and I, the way he is telling her i was like i really feel like he feels like she's the only one he has you know he's got this connection with her he's like nobody cares about you except me i re, you know and it's not like come to me i'm the only one that cares about it's like i really feel like he does what what's going on <laughs> I saw a new song that uh, Cliff could make for us with his idea of, you know, the bad, you say the bad guys never are dishonest. Mm-hmm. So I think we should do a Shakira parody called Sith Don't Lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, it, but, so do we have to believe Kylo here? I, I, is he telling I the truth? Is, I, is he... Oh, that she, her parents are... No, I mean, just about everything that he... It's, does he think he's the right in the right that he's? Oh, because yeah. all the bad guys, you know, the Sith were evil and were dark and were were gonna destroy things. Does he think he's gonna do a different way and do a better way? I think that she could have saved him. I think that there's a way she could have went and maybe softened what he was gonna be in this moment. Because I don't think there's any redemption for him from here on out. No, there's not. And and that was exactly. What, I mean, again, it was a Vader move. This is exactly what happened. Um, 
with with Vader and and the Emperor it's a, it's, and Luke. Yeah, it's a you know, uh, Luke, Revenge of the Sith. He says to Luke, but he says to Luke, "Come with me. We'll rule yeah, together." Right. When they're on their way up to see the Emperor, well, I'm even thinking back Revenge of the Sith. Him saying, you know, wanting to with Padme, Padme, just like yeah. He's a he. He was in the same frame of mind there, but I try to I just, those out. Yeah, I just think that. <laughs> I just think that the in that moment he really needed her, and he was like telling her, you know, your parents are nobody. You know, she told him. He's like, you know, I know, but you go ahead and say it because you know. And she's like, they're nobody, you know. And he's like, yeah, they're they just left you, and Drunks. He's like, they did. They didn't love you. That. You know, they don't care about you. I do. And then, if, but he's still, he's but always yeah, been to, bad. To, to so. answer your question, yes, I believe him, what he says. Yeah. I don't, obviously he's not right. I don't, I don't, right. you know, he, what he's going to do, he's still the leader of the first order now and he's, they're going to do bad things and that's why she's not going with him. But I think she could have influenced him over time. Like, this is another kind of twist on the Vader thing. And maybe this is how I can make my brain. Because I said the conflict in Kylo, I I didn't quite. I don't want to say believe it, but it was just like, well, he does he does some good things and some bad things. So if he feels, you know, that's the argument against Vader. The Emperor's using you. He's 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 using he he wants to to you know for his agenda. And that was the argument. Snoke is using you, Kylo. Well, now we've progressed. Well, his parent, like, he got screwed over by the light side of the force too. So right. it's not just, well, go with us because they're bad. It's to his mind, both sides are bad. And yeah, he's right. going to forge it. That's why he wants to burn it all down. So that, to me, I-, I can maybe buy the conflict a little more that he doesn't, it's not between good and evil. It's between some other weird third choice that he has to come up with on right. his own. And I want, I wish, you know, I would love to see an alternate reality where she went with him. And what would they have created? How much influence could she have had? Now, that's not the story. That's not what happened. Right. And that's fine too. But, but, because I like where it went, but I think this moment, there's no redeeming him. It's, ne- he's never kind of going to come back. Leia says later, she knows he's gone. And, and you know, and yeah. I, I just believe that he's got so much hate in his heart now. And he, like Anakin, lost, has lost the woman he loves at this right. point, you know. Because hey, I've totally, I'm all in on that. Are like you they, shipping? That, I'm shipping them. Shipping. <laughs> it's happening. He's shipping. <laughs> That's as close as they ever got. To, they touched hands. Rilo? Yeah. <laughs> Raylo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he almost had it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, again, this is the another, I'm trying to point out all the main fan yeah. gripes so we can, okay. uh, yeah, this is a very non-reveal. And these two things, the Snoke origin and Ray's parents, fans have been debating and debating yeah, and debating. Yeah, that's and all we've heard for two years. So when it doesn't happen, your immediate response is, that's lame. There's no payoff there. Like, Or you could take it, wow, that's a really clever misdirection. They had us thinking one thing and now it's a new thing. But I, I, I think my initial thought was, okay, well, if she isn't part of this whole big universe, what is the connection to Kylo? Because, you know, in Star Wars, everyone feels connections with family and force users and all this stuff. So if she's not, if she is a nobody, 
where are these powers coming from and this 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 call to Luke's lightsaber and this this deep some kind of feeling for Kylo that she can't explain. It's, Did we get answers for that, or do we have to wait for the next movie? No, it, it's it's the Force. The, this is the Force Awakening, where there has to be balance, where Kylo has become so powerful, there has to be an equal person out there. There has to be an equal balance to the Force, and that's what she is. I, I can't argue that, but I feel like the end of this movie throws everything out the window. Uh, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel I feel like all this stuff everybody's been banking on, mm-hmm. all the you know the chosen one and all that jazz is out the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, that I I don't no answer would satisfy people if they had said, "Oh, she's Obi Wan's granddaughter. She's somebody's twin sister." Like, I, we would have gone, "Yep, that's what I thought." Yep. Or I love this no, so much that, more. Like I I don't know that there's not a better answer. This might be the best possible. This is answer. the best answer for me. Like I'm so I, I'm in love with it because I don't want I don't want to have been right about you know like I was yeah. saying I thought maybe it was Obi Wan's granddaughter or whatever. But it's like I like this so much better because no, I mean there are people that thought this was a possibility, but nobody's like gets to say well yep according to this this and this that's yeah. why. And I I they the AV Club. I mention all the time, but they've had several really good articles about this movie and the reaction beyond their normal reviews. And there was one that really, really made me think. So I forget what, which there were like 10 of them on there. So I'll, I'll find the link to it when we right. post this, but um, it's basically saying Kylo, he, he spends the last Jedi waging war, not on the Jedi or the Sith, but on star Wars itself. Which we have talked about, you know, we're letting the past die, going on new things. So I thought that was an interesting take on it. And they also call this the most populist Star Wars ever. Quote, there's always been something a little hinky and monarchical about the way Lucas ultimately transformed his sprawling space epic into a family squabble between a handful of all-important people. Something the old expanded universe, with its thousands of pages about Han, Luke, and Leia's kids are up to, only made infinitely worse. By placing Ray and Finn and Poe and Rose and all the rest of this new batch of heroes outside the Skywalker family structure, Johnson's making a powerful point that things like destiny are a lot less important than picking up a blaster and throwing yourself into the fight. Yeah. So this that this was always about a bloodline and a family and you are born to greatness. Yeah. And this is now throwing all that out the window and saying, you know what? Everyone can rise up. Right. And... You don't have, it, it doesn't, you're not born into being a hero. Maybe yeah. you're gonna Which, learn from your chauvinist ways, like Poe. Maybe you're gonna go off on a wild goose chase and not end up doing the right thing, like Rose and Finn and maybe in, even saving the day. But everybody's gonna try. And if we all put our efforts towards it, we're going to accomplish the community task here. I feel like this is a big reflection on society, obviously. But when you look at like, we had, before Star Wars, there was a bunch of Jedi. But, mm-hmm. you know, this used to be a thing. And then all of a sudden, it's like Anakin, you know, is the one. He's the chosen yeah. one. He's going to bring balance to the Force, yada, yada, yada. And that was the rules. Mm-hmm. And he killed everybody, all the Jedi. There's no more Jedi because he's the only one. He's the conceited one that thinks he's the most important. And it's all about bloodline. And that's all I got. we 
trusted and we like we love that storyline the the bloodlines and how that all meshed together but at the end it's a great story at the end it all is coming full circle we're going back to before star wars where everybody just like before could do you know there were jedi before and there's going to be jedi after which brings me to what i was saying i think is my favorite part of the movie or the favorite moment of the movie and it's so silly and it's so brief but when Finn is fighting Phasma, which was totally should have been more. <laughs> oh, than Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. But when, when she looks so up to cheesy, him, her eyeballs got the eyes out. sticking out there, and she goes, "You scum!" And he looks at her and he goes, "Rebel scum." I was <laughs> right. like, yeah! "Yeah, right, yeah." They said resistance for half of this movie, right? And then they threw it right out the window. Yeah. We're rebels, you know. It's like we're we're going back to old school. So the other huge moment. In the movie, right, right where we're at, they're having their conflict, Ray and Kylo discussing mm-hmm. things, and they, she, she reaches out and is like, she's got, she's got to get out of here. She gra- goes for the lightsaber, and he does too, and they are ashes and fire falling everywhere, and they're pulling on that yeah. lightsaber in the air, and it's just awesome. Meanwhile, Finn and her, uh, Rose are getting ready to get their heads chopped off yep. by Phasma and them. And, you know, DJ is taking the money and running. And we've got Holdo turning to hit light speed. Yep. And that was amazing. Except for when Jordan watched it and that one kid yelled or <laughs> talked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> completely silent, pin drop, quiet theater. As the, One of the coolest things yeah. that I will see on the screen this year, and the kid in front of me goes, "Well, that looks pretty cool." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I uh, didn't kick him in the, the kick his. Thank you, Appalachia. Yeah, I was there. I had like a few minutes of tears the second, third time I watched this, going from when he tells her. They're discussing her parentage. Yeah. And she's bawling. And there's so much like, I, I just want it to work out for them. I want, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't mean like the ship and crap. I'm saying, yeah. What do I like about these new series? Kylo and Ray. That is what I like about these new series. I, I love those two characters. They're amazingly cast and they, the story, I love it. So I want, so much for both of those characters and this was their moment so i was like really emotional about it and then on top of that she does the coolest space move ever you know hold up <laughs> and i'm just like oh my gosh this is amazing yeah that was to, to, and to go back to this structure i keep bringing up i'm kind of lost. i don't know how much of this movie has gone by like to me i think we're almost done at this right, point this seems think. like the high point the emotional apex the climax of the whole movie right. and you still get one of the best things and then it gets happened. even better <laughs> it's amazing that's why all the backlash to this i cannot even fathom it mm-hmm. i cannot fathom it you could tell me all day what you didn't like about it and i say yep i see your point i see yep. your point i freaking still love love, <laughs> love love this movie so anyway we get when you know the ship is cracked and she takes off she steals Snoke's ship. A lot of people people were like, I've seen, how'd she get back on the Millennium Falcon? Well, they said, blatantly said. I uh, like, Kylo's out cold, 
Hux pulls his gonna pull his blaster and kill him. Yep. Great moment. <laughs> and then he wakes up weasel. Wakes up and puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. And the the relationship between Kylo and Hux is so awesome. He just when he smashes him up against the inside of that <laughs> ship or, later on was uh, was so great. Chokes him out. He's like, uh, yes, uh, Supreme Leader, long live Supreme Leader. They go to Hoth. I mean, crate. And I mean, they tried to make it look as much like Hoth as they could. They got the do- blast doors open. It looks white as snow. Yep. You know, a lot of people have been given that character crap like who goes and tastes the planet they're on well it looks like snow so it's like it's like and it's cold out there go they're wearing you know coats and stuff i can see see that but and this is where i think i think all we're gonna get is a cliffhanger here when i'm sitting there watching it because i'm like already like wow what an what an epic climax and like okay we're gonna end with the rebellions bearing down or the empires bearing down on us here's our last stand and like there's still like a half hour left yeah, of the movie, yeah. so I, I I don't know when it's going to end, and that's so cool to me. Of like, is it going to end? Oh no, there's more. Like yeah. it just seemed like extra We've little bonuses. A, all right, just a handful of rebels with little to no nothing, and the about to hit the fan. And- so so much, you know. The design of that planet was just genius mm-hmm. to have the red come out on the battlefield and, and to have the run, the, the ski they yeah. put down and kick that up. Like I didn't get it when I saw the preview, but when she tells him to put the ski down, I was like, yes, it uh-huh. makes sense. And they go out and people are like, why are they even doing that? Well, what were they doing in Hoth? Going, you're going out there to try to disrupt things and fight the bad guys, which it's a freaking movie, <laughs> but they go out. The only, this was the only part that I, have any kind of issue with and it's very minor i don't really have a problem with it but the whole thing this was finn has run 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 that's what they're trying to shove down your throat you know he's like i know where the skate pod is she's like i bet you do you know and but they go and he's going to he's not gonna let him win he wants to fly into that cannon and this is where we get to see Poe has learned his lesson, and he's like, right. no, we got to go back. We don't need to just keep wasting people's lives here. And he goes back, but she stops Poe. Um, yeah, I mean, Finn, Finn. From, do, from saving everybody. And this is the only reason I have any... I don't care. You know, it's fine. She wants to do that, and her point is we're going to not try to fight the bad. We're going to save the good. Okay, that's all a great message. But isn't it the equivalent of what Holdo was doing? She was sacrificing herself right. for to save the spark, and that's all he's doing. The same thing, you know. So I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. they screwed anything up because it's just a different way it was handled. This character, she has a point, and and I I just feel like they, they could have done something different. But I'm not, I don't want to complain about it. I'm just saying I thought that was a little bit odd, and then. Luke shows up in the back when they're out of hope because he didn't save them. You know, Finn right. wasn't allowed to save them, and that you know now here they told Just us in the open, they told us in the opening crawl. Leia, it <laughs> says Leia is hoping Luke shows up to inspire hope. Well, here he comes rolling in, and they gave us every clue that this was not him. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you're looking at him like, oh, his, did he like? Get a he's, haircut. And he's he's got color his beard and... dyed. <laughs> he's got a haircut. Shaved fifteen years off. He's got different clothes on. Yeah, he's. I mean, everything. We know he didn't fly the X wing there because the it's part the... part of it is the door on yeah. his hut, and it, you know it's like, 
everything was a clue. That's why I love that I didn't figure it out. I didn't either. You know, uh, it, he it did. crossed my mind. Like, okay, now how did he get there? Like that that little part of your brain that won't. Right. Oh yeah, questions. I was skeptical and like, yeah. oh, there's a hole in this story. Yeah. They just said there's no way in here, yeah. and now he comes strolling in. Oh, I was like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Bull crap! This isn't right, <laughs> but I hope they figure it out. I hope they have but a good it's, explanation. It's so funny, like we were talking earlier. This is—I feel like this is Ryan Johnson just playing with all those people. Yeah, that have been waiting to see Luke show up with his laser sword yeah. and take everybody on. I mean, it was perfect. The fact that they were—he was able to make you be like, "Oh, there's no way any of this." He gets blasted, fire every gun at him, and he just walks out. I'm like, I don't know why this is. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way he's this powerful. I was now, like. I, there, I didn't there, get any of it. He did, doesn't leave clue. doesn't leave a footprint, right? You know, yeah. and I didn't notice it the first time. But, I didn't either. But it's time. real freaking blatant. If you know, it's super blatant that Kylo goes in his stance that just I love. He's got that down like a samurai holding his sword down and just hair whipping, and he stamps his foot in there and drags <laughs> it and leaves a red mark. And yep. Luke doesn't leave anything. In fact, they even cut all the sound of his footsteps out of the foley and everything. Mm. Like, and when they, their lightsabers go at each other, the only, there's, the ground there was all red when they started talking. Right. Well, the, the salt is falling out of the sky and putting a recovering on it and it's sparking off of Kylo's saber, mm-hmm. but not off of Luke's. Mm-hmm. And he's, another clue, he's got the blue lightsaber. Right. That's not broken. the green one. That blue lightsaber's broken. What's going on? I'm so mad right now. The the first time you're like, you know, you're so caught up. I'm just like, what is happening? This is awesome, but I don't understand it. And then he goes all Keanu Matrix and bends over backwards and slices through and misses him and just is ticking Kylo off. And it's just amazing. And then he, Kylo says, gosh, I got to remember. I've seen it three dang times, but he's like, I'm going to take you out. And I'm going to take her out. Yeah. And, th- and this war is over and it's all the Jedi are going to be gone. And Luke's like, crazy. You got all of that wrong. <laughs> He's like, because the war's just begun and you're not take, you know, the rebels are safe and getting away and they're going to be spark and. I'm not the last Jedi. And it's like on his face and then it's on Ray's face and she's lifting the rocks up and I'm just like, just gushing. <laughs> Tears are just rolling down my face because they show him floating up on the rock back at Act 2 and I'm just like, this is so amazing. I was just, I was like, I thought everybody was just going to love this movie when I walked out of it. I, again, I think it's how literal you take things. And there are certain segments of fans who, oh, what? He didn't even do what he should have done. But I, to me, that whole ending is Luke re-embracing what the Jedi are. People say, this movie's Luke ruining all the Jedi stuff. I don't know. To me, it was the complete opposite. Because it's him realizing the power of the Jedi and the myth and the history. Like, Luke isn't important as a real person. Luke, the real person, is sitting on that island in the middle of nowhere. He's a broken old man. He's nobody. But the myth of Luke Skywalker, everyone's heard of him. The hero of the rebellion? Like, that is what's important. And that's what he re-embraces at the end. That he goes out and uses his aura and his whatever. He goes out there looking like the last time Kylo probably saw him. Yep. Yeah. 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 
So I, I to me, this reminded me. It might be the weirdest <laughs> connection ever, but this movie reminded me of the Last Temptation of Christ, the Martin Scorsese movie, which also was very controversial for showing a very human Jesus, a Jesus on the cross who doubted and was in pain and didn't understand and thought he he was doing the wrong thing and didn't know what it was a tortured questioning jesus and when i watched that movie for the first time it it helped my faith because growing up in church you see the cartoon jesus who has all smiles walks on water like come on kids we'll just save the name from uh from dogma Buddy Jesus. <laughs> buddy, buddy Christ. Yeah. Buddy Christ. Anyway. So yeah, growing up, you get the sanitized Jesus. You get Buddy Christ. And when you think back, and this is, you know, before the Mel Gibson movie, or whatever, of like, Jesus faced some serious stuff. Like, and you get a more three-dimensional Jesus. So watching this movie that people were out there picketing, like, that is not my Jesus. It's like, to me, Jesus is now more real in my head than he ever was in Sunday school, thinking of him as a more human three-dimensional character. And to me, this is like, this is Luke as a person and not an archetype and not a hero and a big, he's not a, he's not a, a, a character in this big story that George Lucas has created. He, he is so much more three-dimensional and so much more human. Luke Skywalker's the boring guy sometimes when you're a kid. You love Han Solo, and you love, oh, Chewie's awesome, and R2's hilarious. Luke's the boring farm boy. I love Luke Skywalker now. This oh, movie, yeah. I, I don't know, it just, it, it, it just reaffirmed everything cool about Luke Skywalker to me, mm-hmm. which is 180 degrees from the people writing these petitions that think this ruined Luke. So I, I, I don't, I don't get know. it. This was like the best ending for him, and he, it's like check you later, kid, and he's like out of there. And <laughs> you see, you see the what, how much effort in yeah. his face back there that it took for him to get to project this avatar of himself and do all that, and and he, and Bla- it just made having that third time, like I said, having known that Kylo said early on that would kill you to do that. You know, he, he dies from it. After we get to see him looking at the two sons, a perfect oh, bookend. You know, just like, it was so wonderful. And I'm so thrown off to see, you know, it's like, these guys are gone. And the one woman that actually died is still in the yeah. movie. Now, one review I saw pointed out, we only, we never see the second son when we're first on that island. No, no, no. Is no, he imagining no. the second son? I don't know. We don't we don't see it in that last scene for quite a ways till the very last shot. So we don't we even know one, for sure. We till just the last shot you see two sons kind of behind the clouds another one and then he his robes go away but it was just amazing and then we we get you know there's the whole thing with the dice too. We never really talked about the right. dice at all but that I that was in Force Awakens those the dice originally appeared in the in A New Hope, the very first okay. Star Wars movie. You can see them. Okay. Um, I don't I, know, you know that they appear again until I, I can tell you where they appear again. A solo story. I guarantee <laughs> freaking tea. Those yeah. dice are in there. We're, you're going to see Han win something with those dice. Yeah. You know? the The game is actually it's um it's a form of sabak. It's a card game, but in this <laughs> you know, version... You've played it a thousand yeah, times. In this version, they use dice. He wins the uh, 
the Millennium the Falcon, Falcon, yeah, from That's Lando. That, and I knew that much, but I, I wasn't sure. I don't. I had I had just rewatched Force Awakens the night before I went to see okay. it, and didn't so remember. Studious. It, but I clicked all the special features or deleted scenes that I'd never watched before on the Blu-ray, and there's a scene of him just kind of admiring the Falcon, and you kind of see the dice there. So it may have even been a deleted scene oh, okay. in Force Awakens. So yeah. I, didn't I didn't notice really, it I didn't really else. remember it, yeah. yeah. But I knew, obviously, it was a Han thing, and him giving him to Leia. And then I was like, I didn't think about it, but I like that they tied that up. Kylo yeah. goes, picks him up, they disappear. You know, she they see each other for the fifth time through their Force looking at each other. They're doing it by themselves now. The Snoke didn't do this. And they look at each other, and she's getting in a Millennium Falcon, just shuts the door. Yep. And I'm just like, that's it for him. He obviously, you know, well, well let's just finish up this movie before we predict what's going to happen <laughs> here. Well, we got, uh, it ends. Everybody's fine. You know, we've got the We're on spark. the Falcon. Now. We, the, yeah. Everybody that's left is on the yeah. Falcon. Yeah. And we, Which and, is not very many. Which I, I, I also had my notes. This is the first time to me the rebellion felt so small. Hell yeah. Because yeah. in all the old movies, you know, we follow just a handful of characters, but there's rooms full of people, there's different generals, there's different outposts. Even like in Rogue you, One. You never quite got an idea how big this rebellion is. And to, now it feels like they are on their last legs. We're on our, like this they is it. Are this is all we got left. Yeah. yeah. And this, you know, we, that's why, well, okay, we get the end of the movie, we get to see the kid, back, the broom kid, everybody's, yeah. everybody's talking about. How did, how did people miss it? That he like, picked that broom yeah. up like that? I don't know, Nick didn't see it. We walked out and Nick's like, oh, broom kid lifted his head, like, I was like, he Jedi'd that broom. Yeah, he used and, the force, and he's man. like, really? And it's real obvious. Oh yeah, I picked it. Long. I was yeah. like, oh. And okay. it was what a beautiful shot when he looks up, sees that, and then it comes back to him, and he's got it up, lifts it up like a saber, yeah. and that's the end. They do a little memorial to Carrie. There's really of nothing course. after the credits, but yeah. just they played the Leia theme over over yeah. in memoriam for two seconds. Um, but where do we think it's going from here? I think my my first predictions are because it's jj and i don't think he's too hard to predict uh we're we're gonna get it's gonna be years from now yeah at least two years i'm gonna give i'm gonna say i hope more i'm thinking like eight to ten years later i don't you'd have to do everybody's you'd have to do stuff to people i know i'm just saying i i can't believe more when 900 years years old look this good (laughs) you will not I'm just saying, I don't expect that far of a jump. Five years top, something like that. But I feel like we're going to get an opening crawl that that Leia. I think dies. those kids that we see in those stables are grown up. Okay. Leia has passed. I don't it's even the, know if we ever see this. It's in the opening this. crawl. I don't think those kids are. Ever, you're ever going to see them again. So December of 2019. Let's go back to this episode. Right. Here's the prediction. You <laughs> play this. Get ready. But I'm saying we're going to get the crawl that Leia died somehow. We're going to yeah. get a funeral or something in the beginning. It's been so many years. Poe's in charge yep. now. Now he's learned his lesson. The rebellion has grown back. Everybody, the spark caught. You know that that's where we have to go, and it's going to be Kylo against her. Where it originally it was probably going to be Kylo against his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, with or it was going to be like a Return of the Jedi type thing with Kylo and Rey with Leia sitting there. Taking this back to Endor, baby. <laughs> that far moon. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we never talked about ports. 
Okay. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Uh, because gonna, I was hoping I circled this. I was hoping I was gonna, if we got to the very end and the word porg was never said, I was gonna. Oh, point that it out. was said. <laughs> Dang it, it was said. Uh, here, yeah. Uh, here, here's my hot take. I freaking love porgs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, the porgs were perfectly used. There was no over the yeah. t- way too many Ewoks. There was. Just the right amount of porgs, and I thought every little everything they celebrate did the porgs, pork, yep. pork. That's right. I, 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 I love the porgs, so I'm on record. The other I, thing we didn't mention real quick was Yoda. Oh yeah, Frank Oz. We was got that the a puppet. puppet? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, it was yeah. all puppet all the time. Only thing they did was put no puppet. Yeah, <laughs> all they did was put the blue glow on it or whatever. But it was de- it was absolutely. Not only was it a puppet, it was the original molds. They found the lady that painted the original eyes, and she painted these eyes on the puppet. It was Frank Oz. Yeah. It was everything. And it even had him, like, acting a little bit like oh. old Empire. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. Yoda. But they, he laughs. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was perfectly done. I now, love that. I don't know if it was perfectly done, because oh. I felt like there's something about Empire and the way they did Yoda, like the the way they lit him, I feel like they they they've never been able to recreate it. Well, and even this one, I was like, it's pretty good. It's the glow there yeah. because he was alive at Empire. You know that's the difference. And and but even like the Phantom Menace, he was alive, and they had that horrible puppet. That's awful. That's that's awful. I don't want to talk about <laughs> which that. they replaced we with CGI. Swore we, we swore we'd never talk about this. <laughs> But I'm just saying that this. But it was, it was excellent. What an effort! And to do that, they did it right. That's why I was like, I never thought that Ryan Johnson was going to get the bit was going to pull it off to this effect. To I, do everything, do it the way he wanted to do it. It yeah. felt like a Ryan Johnson movie. It was a, you know, there was heists and things like yeah. that. It's just like this is that he just did it. He did I, it. I knew there was going to be a force ghost moment. I didn't think it would be Yoda. Well, what, okay. You tell me anybody else that it could have been. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be Hayden Christensen. Right. Maybe coming You're to nuts. Kylo. You're nuts. <laughs> this was the only choice they had. You couldn't do Ewan McGregor. You obviously couldn't do Alec Guinness. You could do Liam Neeson. Wow, that would have been out of freaking left field. It would have been. Qui-Gon Jinn shows up finally. <laughs> have we, have, have I met any of you people? <laughs> Seven <laughs> movies later, Qui-Gon Jinn shows up. What a I twist. think I'm on the wrong planet. I yeah. was supposed to visit some other kid. Right, yeah. He, he's sitting there checking everybody's midichlorians. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really the lot. I wanted to go back to this point that they took what was that, that's why I don't think he ruined Star Wars. He took what Star Wars was, and and just stretched it out and made made us understand what it was before, mm-hmm. and how it became a selfish. I mean, I love the Skywalker saga, but it's a selfish thing where they think it's all about them. And now we learn in the end that it's going back to it's available to everyone. And it doesn't take anything away from the original trilogy, which oh, no, I love. Oh, not at all. And, and not at all. You know, he's he's made he took it and fixed what I'm not sure JJ ever even intended, and, and to make it a, be about her, you know, having no one, being no one. Uh, I thought that was all perfect. Uh, 
and to me, it opens up the future in really the only way possible. Because to keep it in the family, oh, okay, Snoke was Darth Vader reanimated, or he was Jar Jar, or Rey is mm. a twin. Like, then you're just retreading the same ground. It becomes the expanded universe. And thousands and thousands of novels and comics about these same group of people doing the same thing over and over again. And at some point, that just becomes so diluted, and you lose everything from the original, and it's somebody's great-great-great-grandkid, and it yeah, doesn't I mean, matter to me, anymore. To me, in the next movie... Kylo has to die, and there's no more bloodline. No, there isn't. That's it's it. Done. He's all there is left. And if he di- dies, that perfectly bookends the nine Skywalker movies. Mm-hmm. And then we get anything we get beyond that is like you said, it could be anybody and anything. And that, you know, that excites me. Well, and again, because we've said, I don't need a bunch of Rogue Ones. Do we need a Han Solo origin story? Those are the movies you have very little interest oh, in. Oh, no, I don't care about them. Either. And that's what these would be forever. Right. Oh, it's about Lando's great-great-grandkid. Like, that, and then it just becomes, oh, who cares? Right. There is a real possibility, though, that we get a half Skywalker, half nipple alien Octu baby. It could happen. I mean, he was there for a long time. Right. Yeah. And he seemed he awful. He was very comfortable. He was very familiar. <laughs> that thing didn't even flinch when he did that. Imagine. It kind of smiled. It just looks back like. <laughs> like usually he doesn't have somebody watching. <laughs> All right. Rank them. Oh. Who wants to start? I, I don't even know. I'll, I'll rank them. Go ahead. Here's my rank. I don't even have to look at anything because there's a lot of them I don't include. <laughs> Empire, Star Wars. I'm not calling it a New Hope. Yeah. Empire, Star Wars, New Jedi, Force Awakens, Old Jedi, the rest. Going the opposite way from bottom to top. Okay. Phantom Menace, bottom. <laughs> Revenge of the Jedi. Or, uh, what? Revenge of the Sith. Okay. I wrote Jedi. That's right. Um, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, God. <laughs> Caravan of Courage. This is all the rest I was talking about. An Ewok Adventure. Uh, <laughs> all of these were above the You should have went, you should have went last. <laughs> the Force Awakens. Rogue One. Return of the Jedi. The Last Jedi Empire Star Wars. Okay. I, Star Wars is still my favorite, the original. I yep. can't fault that. They're, never, they're arm in arm yep. to me. And I've said this before, we don't have to get into it. I th- I enjoyed, I would rather stand and watch Jedi than I would Empire. Well, the, but I have always, I, get that. I always, everybody that gives me the rank, honestly, most, most I, I asked a bunch of people tonight and all of them had Jedi above Star Wars and Empire, which is insane to me, but they're all younger than me. Yeah. They all, yeah. that was their movie. We, I guarantee you, you weren't old enough for freaking Star Wars and Empire, but you might have been for Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Ewoks were freaking cool, man. So you—that's just when you were. That's yeah. when, when, yeah, that's what. Yeah, because there was no moment of me sitting in the theater going, oh, "What? Vader's his dad?" Yeah. Like to me, the movie, the trilogy was complete by the time right. I was aware of it. I, I, was, I don't ever remember not being aware of it. Yeah, but I was, it was a I was sitting there like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> So to me, it's Star Wars, Jedi, Empire, all very cl- – it's just one thing to me. Mm. I, it's hard to rank one better than the other, whatever. And I would say this is probably four. That's why I put this above Jedi because I 
I can't put any any Star Wars movie against above Star Wars and Empire. Right. But I have I have if a Jedi is on, I'm flipping channels. I might watch some of it, and I'm not. I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah. You're playing yeah, the hits. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm playing the hits. But this, I, okay, I, I bawled through. I'm like exhilarated. I cannot put this below Jedi. I just think this one had something to say, like philosophically, or like there's things to mull over and things to think about and things you have to come to grips with that some of these other movies d- didn't ask of you. This movie asks you to participate a little bit and put your preconceived notions away and see, are you ready for a new journey? And so a lot of people apparently aren't. Yeah. And again, I, there's a lot, people are invested in this and I, I'm, trust me, I am super happy that I liked it. You know, I feel, I would feel really crappy if I didn't. And I feel sorry for those people that didn't enjoy it because I love it. And I'm so happy about that, that I can rank these movies. I can rank this and Force Awakens right up with those movies, right right in a ball, those five movies. And I'm so excited that they were able to get those, you know, close to each other for me. So I, we really just glossed over it real quickly, but the, like I said, the Rashomon thing, the different story that Kylo has mm. and so or Luke has that to me that's such an interesting thing and such a brave thing that are the again we're asking are the jedis always right are the jedis sometimes wrong and i'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle when i first saw it i thought okay did luke really do that and this moment of weakness whatever and then I thought it was kind of a cop out because I then as the movie's going like yeah you probably should have just killed him in his sleep, and then I thought it was kind of a cop out at the end to think well I thought about it but I wasn't going to but it was like a three's company thing and we got to have miscommunication mm. and whatever so I'm like is that a wor- I was Let's like beat down the wrinkle wrinkle and freak it out but I'm like is it is this better or worse but I'm like this movie's asking you figure it out yourself should he have done it should you like who's right who's wrong. And to even frame the Jedi savior of the universe as maybe, maybe he created this monster. Maybe it is his fault. Yeah. And that there is this cycle of war that maybe is never in it. Like, these are complex questions. This is the stuff we were talking about, like, when, uh, when Dark Knight came out. We were asking these deep, this is a, this is a comic book movie, a superhero movie, asking these deep questions about society and justice and, and the surveillance state and, and government and all this. Like this, to me, this is the first time Star Wars has engaged me on this intellectual level and made me question. It's just, just a very simple story. Good and evil. There's a, there's a good wizard and a bad wizard and whose side is it going to pick? Like, and that's not, I'm not saying that's bad or it's childish because it's great and we all love it. But I don't, this movie was just something, it's a step beyond all that. Oh, and that yeah. excites me that, like, we can have something very interesting as we progress. Because if it was just the same thing over, yeah. I wouldn't be excited about the future right. of these movies. Because right. we know we're going to get countless more. Yeah. And even what, like you're saying with, obviously Kylo's the big baddie now, and that's all we, all we have. But it's still a complicated story. He still was wrong, thinks he was wrong. Luke looks at him there at the end and says, I am sorry. You know, uh, and he knows there's nothing he could do about yep. it. You know, it's, it is very complicated. I, I, I'm over the moon about it. I'm, you know, where we go from here, 
is so up in the air, other than kind of the seeds, what we see, we really don't know what's going to happen. No, and that and, and super that's, that's me. why we are excited because when we were the first time we saw Star Wars going into Empire, going into Jedi, this is how we felt as kids that they were different. They were more, it was a more simple story, but we were this excited. It was a story meant for that age. And I feel like this is, you know, where we are now and it's, if you it, this yeah. movie re you know the the whole idea of relighting that spark in the rebellion is exactly what's hap- happened the way we're talking about it right now. Yeah, you're right. This relit my spark as far <laughs> as I I don't even want I don't even you know my sights are not set real high for this next movie. I still even though I love this, I'm not saying that I have just overwhelming expectations out of the next one. I'm just excited. I don't know what it is. And if it doesn't, if JJ doesn't pay it off the right way, whatever, I'll always have have this. this. I'll always have this. That's how you get Dark Knight Rises. You you get your hopes too high. Right. Exactly. I'll, we'll always have this. I'll always think this was, this was well done. This was its own thing. I can imagine at the end of Empire, people having some similar thoughts of like, what? Han Solo's captured and like, and, you know, this next movie may change everything. It might reveal that Kylo was really a, you know, like you said, this is the middle chapter. And we, you know, we have to sit and wait for a long time that most people aren't good at doing that and, and not mm. getting that immediate payoff. So we don't know what the next chapter is going to do and what it's going to reframe or change or, or, or rearrange some things, especially if it's even a different writer, different director, they might have their own ideas. So you'll have to revisit it later, but as of right now, I don't know. It's it's quite an achievement to me, and I, well, I and nothing that I would ever say betrayed Star Wars or, or ruined legacies of, of anything. No, sort. no. I think that's that's just insanity. I will say this: we got we have. Yeah, I'm t- I'm saying right front. <laughs> I will say this: any, only Jesse Starcher managed to listen to this in an hour and a half, probably. <laughs> uh, um, if uh, my last thing I would say is, if you only watched it one time, I the reason I watched it three times is because it's on the big screen right now and I I would regret it if I hadn't watched it more than once yeah. and if you only watch it once watch it again while you have the chance it's $7 you won't regret it and having seen it you'll have a different perspective and maybe if you didn't like it the first time you'll find things you like the second time now that you've lost some of your expectations um but uh, we give it uh big thumbs up over here we got how many thumbs you got over there I got <laughs> <laughs> Two big cut off hands up. <laughs> Two nubs. Oh, these, are giving, my, these are my milking thumbs. I've got t- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got I've got nipples were on that thing. Yeah. That's what we got. <laughs> I've got two broiled porgs up in the air. Uh, let's 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 let these people go. Okay. Uh ha- anybody got hashtags written no. down? Oh I got a few. God, no. Real quick. Really? Yeah. They're not they're not Michael K. I know we don't. Old. We didn't have Michael here <laughs> to know. say something funny. Um, hashtags: uh, Working Theory. Hashtag Rebel Scum. Hashtag See You Later Kid. Hashtag No Puppet. <laughs> and hashtag Three's Company Thing. No, it's No Puppet. That's great. <laughs> I like Rebel Scum. That's like I like Rebel Scum. Oh, oh that's scum. good. That's good. I Maybe this will be our first two hashtag show. <laughs> All right. We love we love okay. it. Let's sign off. Oh, As yeah. always, 
as always, these movies will come out every December, and we'll be talking about them, as always. As always, Michael will not see them, and it will just be Three's Company. <laughs> hey, that does make sense. We are Three's Company. It's a Three's Company thing. Hashtag it. Come uh, and knock on our door <laughs> Kapow, the pop culture podcast. On Twitter and Facebook and internets near you. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Leave a review. We will read it. We will. That's absolutely. All right. Red Five signing out. I'm Jordan Lowe. <laughs> you love me putting him on the spot. <laughs> Why almost, I do it? <laughs> I know. Every time. May the force be with you. <laughs> it's right there in your face. Oh. <laughs> They said the whole, you know, all these people think that it's not may the force be with you, Skywalkers. It's everybody. So may the force be with you all. Goodbye forever. Well, guess what? Michael's hmm. sitting in there. I thought he was here. On the tournament? Well, he's, oh. he's on the turtle with the door open. <laughs> so people can walk right in. Oh, my God. All right. I don't even, thanks for that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.